This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz and joining alongside me, I wish it wasn't him, Daniel. Daniel, how are you doing? Shabazz, I wish you had a better wish because I think being alongside me is the greatest wish of all or the wish come true. I, you know what? I, you, I, you're right. I, I take it all back. I Thank you for disagree taking it all back. with... 30 second ago, Shabazz, and now I agree with new Shabazz that I do wish you were, I wish you were recording this together, but to the untrained ear, they probably mm-hmm. assume that we are together. I, I hope people assume everything about us when we're oh, no. recording. <laughs> There's always no, bad no, no, things no, I'm though. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the thing, right? That's the danger of wishes. And we learned that uh-huh. in this movie too, you know, like, what are you going to wish for? I mean, it's too vague. It's too, it's vague. too vague. It's too vague. It's too vague. Um, I, you know, I, I think when we're recording episodes together, we're at our, our strongest for sure. But today, just the, the, the nature of the business has pulled us in different directions. You know, the movie podcast keeps us busy. Not COVID. No, not COVID. <laughs> no, uh, but we are, uh, we're recording this remotely but again through the magic of editing and through the magic of your ears it's going to be like we're in the car with you we're at the gym with you uh we're in your homes with you we're in your head with you Mm -hmm. we're in your head for sure and you know what if you are at the gym you know kudos because good to keep that up you know be healthy be healthy do you want us to drop like uh like 120 bpm song as well too so you could like stay on beats with us and you you will encourage you keep going keep going you got this i do want to know people do work out to us because when i go to the gym i do definitely listen to um 
the, the podcast when when oh, okay. I'm at the gym. So, did you forget what uh, what you listened to? It sounded like you were I forgot. I forgot what I listened to. I'm like, what, what are is those this shows thing called, called again? again that we this, release online? This radio? Uh, no, I listen to it yeah. because I'm like, you know what? How the hell do I sound while I'm while I'm running? Obviously, you can't see the motion that I'm doing because this part isn't going to be on video, but exclusively on YouTube, you will see these lovely interviews that we're about to talk about. Before I get to all of that, I do want to mention something really quickly here. We are the movie podcast. If you've heard of us, thank you so much for hearing about us. You know, you're hearing us in your ears. Uh, we are available on every single social media platform that's available out there. We're on X, we're on Twitter, we're on uh, X again, and we're also on Twitter one more time. And we're also on Instagram. Okay. Okay. And then Daniel, Daniel and I are on, uh, what's it called? Letterboxd? Yeah. You can find we're us on pretty Letterboxd. much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, everything you need to know, all the, all the Twitters, all the Xs, all the socials, you know, all my X's Xs live in Texas. You know what I mean? Like um, those are in the show notes Georgia below. State. <laughs> they are they are they are they are in the show notes down below give that a look also you can find our spotify link our apple podcast link any kind of link you want is right down there leave us a review on apple podcast leave us a review on spotify we have q and a's that are now set up within our spotify podcast site as well so if you want to go ahead and leave a comment you want to go ahead and answer some of our lovely questions on there we love reading them out we love reading that when you get a chance and of course on youtube you can comment as well and subscribe and give us a thumbs up whatever you see on there you can do and we love hearing from everybody that sounds that that sounds so inspirational the way you say that whatever you Did see it? you can do you know it's like it's, oh. it was it was lion king i was i was quoting uh, okay. lion king incorrectly <laughs> everywhere yeah. the light touches you can go oh that's, you I, can don't go. that's oh. I don't think that's what they say that's how simba no. got hurt <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that simba is responsible for mufasa right I, yeah i mean we come agree on, with let's, scar. Be, let's be honest here we let's, agree, let's we're let's, agreeing with scar we're settling that for once and for all. Simba Let's is put it responsible. Simba is responsible. Simba is the reason why Mufasa died. The okay. movie podcast is putting that out there right now. It is confirmed. We we spoke. <laughs> We're confirming it, but we have no affiliation with the film. <laughs> but yes, if you if you disagree, leave us a comment. If you think no, Simba didn't kill Mufasa. Then Scar let us know. manipulated him. Yeah, yeah. did he? Yeah, though? did he though? Maybe Mufasa should have been stronger. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, God. maybe he should have been stronger. You know, <laughs> we're so we're so bad. Hyenas uh, forever. <laughs> Pride. <laughs> I was gonna start singing the song but no no i think Barabi. last time you say <laughs> yes scar yes scar god everyone's like get to the interviews oh uh, no i don't know I why mean, this listen, sound like that in my head i always think like it's our show you know, we it's our show on the audio side we could get to be a little bit more unhinged i think we get to have a little bit more fun because it's just us being silly and again look at us we're bouncing off each other it's yeah. like we're in the same room with one another i feel it's like, like we're in the same room you know like you were you on my screen right now you're like modok you're just like a big face <laughs> on my screen <laughs> oh, God. um but this works because again we're all talking disney properties and we are talking disney a, a big celebration of of disney's 100 year legacy right yeah yeah so the movie again that we are talking about today in the sense of the interviews that we'll be getting to in a few minutes here is disney's wish and give a huge shout out to disney for inviting us to do these interviews uh daniel you did your interviews with fawn vera sunthorn and peter del vecco ages ago I feel, it feels like i mean time now to me is <laughs> is is just bizarre like i we're in we're at the end of november and yeah. i kid you not daniel i swear we just started november we just started november um, and I feel like we just did these interviews, but we actually did these interviews 
early August. Yeah. (laughs) We did this interview so long ago, almost, what is that, four months ago now? Over four months ago? Jeez. Um, Or almost four months. It's just like, it's wild to think that we did it so long ago. But what I love so much about both of these interviews is that they are in person. You know, Peter and Fawn came to Toronto to show us about 30-ish minutes of wish back in August. So we could get an idea of what the film's looking like their you know, their vision behind it. Um, and then we got to sit down with them for 10 minutes, which was really, really fun. And then you Shay, you mm-hmm. got to speak to somebody else. Who did you get to speak yeah. to? Yeah. Well, I had, a, I had a great chance to speak with Alan Tudyk, who, you know, we are huge fans of here on the movie podcast. We've, we've, I, I think we didn't know how big of a fan we were of Alan Tudyk until we really started to go, holy crap, there's a lot of movies of his that we just really, really like. Like, it just really kind of took us by surprise in a way that he's in so many different things, animated all the way down to live action. Like, you look back to Knight's Tale, one of the most quoted uh, movies of his, and then you keep going down further and further. I had the lovely opportunity to talk to him about Dodgeball within the first, I think, minute of the interview, and he <laughs> he went into Steve the Pirate so quick. Like, not even like he went full on, he just said, Yar. and I'm like, that's enough that's all i needed yeah. that's all i needed that's all I needed. alan thank you so much uh have thank a good you. day take care yeah. everybody have a good one yeah i mean and that's the thing right like i don't believe he is a disney legend yet in the sense of the official knighting of being a disney he is to us almost there almost he, there. he is to us but he will be i feel like he's going to be one of those people in the next couple waves of disney legend announcements that's like yeah alan tudyk because he is yeah part of everything you look especially in the last 10 years you're like dude you're not only just in all these disney animated films you're in marvel you're in star wars, star wars. like you're in all of you, you you've been in all of these different realms it's pretty amazing i think i think he's incredible and i i knew right when we right when we were invited to this interview i'm like oh this is gonna be an interview that shade's gonna kill and guess what shabazz <laughs> you killed it you did great with this oh one. no he's still he's still alive though he's still alive but the interview yeah. metaphorically you killed oh, yes. it i i really appreciate that and i always appreciate your your support when we're going into these things as well so of course like I mentioned before, we are doing interviews for Disney's Wish. We are speaking with Fawn, Vera Sunthorn, Peter Del Vecco, and of course, Alan Tudyk. And again, huge shout out to our friends at Disney for inviting us to these interviews, inviting us to watch this movie. We have a review out for this movie already, but little surprise for you. If you're listening to this episode, you can go watch the movie right now in theaters, and then you can come back here and be like, hey, I agreed with those guys, or hey, I didn't agree with those guys, and now I'm giving them five stars still. Wow. Because I loved disagreeing with them. At at the end of the day, the stars are relative to quality, right? They're not like, hey, I didn't agree with you, so you get one star. It's like, hey, your quality is great, but I didn't agree with you. Let's inside conversation because guess what? All we want to do is inside conversation. We have a Discord open as well. You can join that. Let us know how we did with these interviews. Let us know how we did with the review and let us know if you watched Wish. I don't want to take too much time away. I want to get right we to We did already. Now. We took so much we- time, Shay. <laughs> we took so much time from them. Well, let's take more then. Let's take more. <laughs> do you want to do you want to take some more? Do you want to talk about something else? No, just just tell us your wishes. You know, leave a comment below. Our wish is to hear your wishes. That's all I could say. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe leave us a comment about what your wish is. We had a contest for people to go watch this movie in an advanced screening for free and people left their wishes on there. So keep an eye on our socials because we'll be having a lot more contests opening up throughout the year. We're getting close to December. We're getting close to the next year. More movies will be coming out. So make sure again you check out all our show notes down below for all of that. Again, let's kick it over to our interview with Fawn Vera Sunthorn, Peter Del Vecco, and then of course Alan Tudyk. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Peter Fawn, what's going on? How you doing? How's your day going? <laughs> it's been great. It's been exciting to share little snippets of the film uh, uh, with you. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. I mean, like we were just briefly saying before, the best part about seeing it's like it's amazing that we get to finally see footage of it. But it's always so hard to be like, oh, we can't watch all of it yet. We just want to see more. And we were just so zoned in watching it. So it looks beautiful. That's okay. I think the first question I have to ask, and it's the biggest question I'm going to ask, um, how difficult was it for you guys to capture the handsomeness of Chris Pine uh, in animated form? We take great care in transferring his beauty. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's, he's a very beautiful man, for sure. Yeah, and he um, the sense of uh, character that he brings to Magnifico was mind-blowing because we know we have this king who is evil, but then at the beginning he has to be charming and everyone in Rosa has to buy that, right? So who can kind of capture both? And and Chris really brought that sense of charm and his voice has the command and his hair is perfect. It's true. So we draw inspiration heavily from that <laughs> as well. <laughs> I think, yeah, you, you look at him, I'm like, this is a incredible transformation of him into animated form the eyebrows the hair everything was perfect it was great <laughs> and he, he's so charismatic right and i think that's what makes me so excited because i'm like i cannot wait to see this turn or this you know more of what's going to be revealed later on in the film disney is celebrating a hundred years this year what does it mean for both of you to have your film wish be part of those celebrations and to mark that monumental occasion. Certainly being at the studio at this particular moment in time, uh, you feel the responsibility, but also the excitement uh, to be able to be here and to uh, create a film uh, uh, that you know generations in the future for the next hundred years will be watching. Um, uh, it's a very special moment. For me, it's, it's been an honor. And then it turns into the sense of fun because I love Disney films growing up and also into the adult adulthood because I study animation, right? Of course. So like, here's an opportunity to put all the things that I love into one movie. And I'm not only doing it myself, right? This Chris Buck, who has been at Disney for a long time, we have the whole crew who also are Disney fans, a building full of them. Mm -hmm. So everyone has been so excited to get to work on this project and they bring a part of their love and themselves to this story. I love that. It's, you know, it's a hundred years in the making for sure. Yes. And, and I love that we're getting the nods to Snow White, which obviously was the first Disney, you know, animated film. Are there any other animated films that you both look to? Like, you know, we want to, you know, include, you know, little Easter eggs to this or, or ones that you just looked at for inspiration to actually create Wish? Well, certainly with the teens, you, you see with the inspiration there. Uh, and I think there are other nods to uh, Disney film that people who are familiar with our films uh, will find a lot of fun. We draw a lot of inspiration from Sleeping Beauty in terms of the looks and the composition. We even um, go with the CinemaScope 
aspect ratio that was last used in that film to keep the sense of uh, a moving painting illustration. And I, and I, and I want to talk about that because, you, you know, we're blending like 2D animation and 3D animation. It's very different from anything that we've ever seen before um, in animation. And I love that this year specifically, you know, we've got movies like Spider-Verse, we've got Ninja Turtles and even Elemental that we're seeing very different styles of animation. Why do you think now uh, animation is more important than ever? to as a medium for telling stories i think animation bring a sense of joy and be able to enjoy that with your family and loved ones in the theater and in disney animation try the songs are where it's at and to be able to be there Definitely. and know that you're gonna sing along <laughs> to these songs <laughs> maybe forever yeah there's there's a, definitely a couple songs the two songs that we heard today i'm like oh this is this is gonna stay with me for a while and uh and i'm curious speaking of things staying with you you know you both mentioned today that you know bambi was the first one that you remember watching in theater and beauty and the beast for yourself do you guys remember what was going through your heads when you were watching those movies on the big screen for bambi i can't I can't necessarily say what it was then, but I can tell you what my takeaway as a filmmaker was, and that I remember obviously the point where the mother passes away, and that's very tragic. But I also remember Thumper and laughing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as a filmmaker, knowing that our films can run a span of emotions, and that's part of the experience. So I always say, if if you can laugh and cry and and uh, be scared all within the same movie, then it feels like you've been on on a experience. Definitely and fun for all of you. For me is is the visual style i love to draw when i saw that movie i just want to draw the beast and her and the teacup all of it and and to me to what struck me in animation is that i was able to relate to someone that i have almost nothing in common with besides i love to read so there's <laughs> that <laughs> that animation and the visual storytelling of it all really transcends different cultures different languages and that part was was drawn me to to this medium and i think when you think of animation you really anything you could imagine we could see on the screen now and i think there's no more fitting movie than one called wish where we're now looking at something that i think that magic is in all of disney's films right mm -hmm. i love that do you guys did you guys ever when you were kids look up to the sky like what were you wishing for what were you wishing on a star for i think for me it's it's more about always looking up to the sky in wonder and then and trying to find meaning and purpose in it uh, uh, and uh, you know i'm still in awe of, of the universe there's a sense of wonder when you look up and you're just wondering like what else is out there and what are the possibilities that your life can take you as a young person as an adult yeah. even and you know you you guys were mentioning earlier today with julia michaels what was it about her music that you're like this is like there's some bangers in the song or in this film already <laughs> and i was like i i'm like we need the soundtrack to drop for this so we could start <laughs> uh, what was it about her songs? It was like, you know what? We need, we need yeah. to infuse this because they they also feel very modern, but also very classic. It's it's an interesting blend. I think you just hit on the key for us. Is first of all, she has a love herself of the Disney animation musicals, um, so she comes with a deep love and respect for that. But she brings her modern sensibility to it. So uh, the fact that she wrote seven incredible songs, all of which are very different from each other, um, is yeah. pretty remarkable. It's amazing. And does Chris Pine get to have like a villain? song in this movie it was yes oh, we're so excited i can't wait <laughs> you know there's some there's some great villain songs yeah. in, the, in the history of animated films yeah uh, i'm just thinking of like you know scar and lion king and so many other ones so we were talking about 
this being a hundred years celebration, what do you wish for the next hundred years of Disney animation or for even just for Disney films? What are you hoping the next hundred years brings for film and for, for shows and for telling stories at Disney? I think with each film we're progressing, we, you know, we have something to learn from, right? And I feel like the tools and technology keep progressing forward. And in terms of stories, we have a um, a lot of new generations entering the studio and I'm excited of like story that they will bring. Um, and I think that the studio will just keep moving forward and bringing joys and hope to the audience. I mean, even Walt, you know, always embraced new technology. So uh, I would hope that that continues uh, well into the future. I love that. Thank you both for your time today. You're so lovely. Cannot wait to see the rest of this movie. It's going to be a long wait, but we're, we're so excited and uh, we just cannot wait to talk more about it. So thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Alan, thank you so much for joining us today in the movie podcast. We absolutely loved this movie. You were so phenomenal in it. Thanks. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Now you've been a part of some of our favorite movies of all time. Where would you rank playing a baby goat on your echelon of films? This one's way up there. This one's up there because, like, of all movies that I've of been in, movies, of all movies even Dodgeball, even Dodgeyar, uh, I, you know, playing in a being in a Disney film is is very high up there immediately, but to be sort of the right hand goat, right hand man right. goat guy, is uh, is very is very high up there. So uh, I I don't know an actual ranking. Gosh, top three at least. Yeah, top three. That's good. Top three. <laughs> That's good. And what is what's that preparation like? When like are you going full method when you're going full goat on this? Are you out there in a farm? No, preparing. No, I went. I went full method when I did Hey Hey, uh, the chicken, and right. I was I was cooped up for a while, oh. and then it was really coming back out of it that was hard. It took me a while, took a while. <laughs> and so I didn't want to go go back to that dark place. So I just you know watched some goats, right, and then. That was pretty much it. Yeah. The internet is full of great goat videos. Yeah. Go and sheep videos full of them. Yes. Yeah. A lot of screaming goats, a lot of fainting goats. <laughs> yeah. It's so sad when they do that. It's so weird. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's that's the power of it. Now your goat will be showing up in those videos probably as like an overlay. You know? <laughs> that's the you got to think of it. Oh, that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. TikTok's going to be full of them for sure. So, <laughs> that weird screaming thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I'm curious now that that, that, that your, your character is going to be so popular with children, obviously. You, you'll be selling toys. People right. will probably be naming their pets after Valentino, and that's oh. a huge thing. How does that make you feel? Oh, great. Now that I think to be a pet, would a pet name is fantastic. That's, I mean, children, are, that's great and all, but pets, come on. That's huge. Yeah. So, I mean, I know some people aren't able to have pets. And those people have children, and that's great for them. Well. But but for the ones who are able to, are blessed enough to have pets, yeah. if they name a Valentino, that's pretty great. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Now, your your voice has always been so unrecognizable from project to project. Like, you, the real ones know when they're hearing an Alentetic voice. Mm -hmm. when, when did you kind of discover that you love doing voices? And, like, what was that process like for you? Were you just practicing in the mirror, or? No, I didn't really... I just sort of whatever role came along, I would learn what I needed to for the role. Uh, I luckily have had a lot of extreme roles that have re uh, required, you know, learning different accents. Um, when I did King Candy for uh, Disney, which was the first one I ever did for them, doing King Candy was wonderful because he was half the, uh, he sounds a lot like um, Edwin. That's what he was, yeah. he was supposed to be, Edwin. And I was a big fan of Edwin from, 
his vaudeville days and his early television days. I, I used to be very interested in early television. And he was a, he, he was a star of that time. So, and he's a big Disney star because he, he was the Mad Hatter. Right. So I had a blast doing him because as we did it, he just, he just kind of grew and he could say anything. He could, <laughs> like he didn't, he would, there's, I said no words there. There's no. just noise and they would animate to the noise. So, something they'd have something happen to him to make that sound make sense so that's when i really saw what the relationship between animators and voice actors can be and it got pretty exciting then no i, I can imagine what was the what was the idea behind valentino's voice then like what were you going for opposites <laughs> you know he's <laughs> such a cute little guy uh with his little pajamas on and we had tried some high voices and tried some different stuff and uh that was you know maybe the fourth voice we tried and it just clicked and that was even even that that why you know who knew my voice would be this low was a was a line it was something i was just saying to everyone there yeah. and they ended up putting it in the movie it, it, it always kind of reminded me of your clay face and it just yes. it made me so happy to hear that because <laughs> that is one of my favorite characters that you've done clay face <laughs> it's the yeah <laughs> he's a bad actor <laughs> and so everything the opposite of you absolutely oh yes of course <laughs> just, he just is so indulgent right and yeah it is it is very similar that's very cool that's awesome now you mentioned you've already been part of the disney family for so long you've appeared live action animated marvel star wars what keeps you coming back to the Disney family? Uh, the the phone call when they call me. <laughs> That's that <laughs> say, sense. hey, you want to come back? Um, you know, it's it's a fortunate, it's very fortunate uh, for me that I get an opportunity to do all of these because it really is the highest level of quality and the way that they make things is surprisingly uh, organic and artist friendly. You know, you. I, I, so I, it's easy to think, you know, because Disney owns so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Disney is everywhere. Disney owns Marvel. Disney is um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Lucas yeah. Films. Uh, they own Hulu. They own so many things. So you start to think like Disney owns everything. But when I saw Wish, I was like, yeah, maybe so. But this is what, this is why they own everything. Yeah. This is what they do well. Yeah. This, this is, the, I think it's what they do best. Um, and to be a part of that and it to be so you know kind of family feeling is is great it's it's a gift that's wicked that's awesome now there's a there's a video game that came out very recently marvel spider-man 2 yes and there's this lovely voice performance by yourself and nathan fillion as the bodega cats yeah i don't know what was that like how did you get to that point what, what was that experience josh dean directed that and he is a canadian uh canadian son very funny, uh, great guy who's a friend of, I met him through Nathan Fillion and he said, hey, do you guys want to do this? And we just went to the studio and recorded it one day and it, it's the dumbest thing. We're, I, we're copying, I've copied his <laughs> Bodega Cat business uh, yeah. idea and so it was just us BSing with the two with each other you know oh my gosh is that your costume <laughs> what what's wrong with my costume i'm just saying hey cat kitty litter I, so i'm just that's what i'm smelling hey i'm going all the way and it just you couldn't we just kept talking and then, that's would, then josh would steer us a little bit here or there and 
That's awesome. They put so much of it in the video game. It was so cool to see, like when you swung by, and I'm like, wait, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> and then here, and then seeing in the credits after, yeah, that was very, very cool. Um, obviously, Disney's Wish is celebrating the hundred years of, of Disney's legacy, and there's so much about this movie that pays homage to to Disney over the time. I'm curious for you, you know, what is, what is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, it's a loaded question. Oh no. Um, my favorite is probably jungle book oh like if i go like of all time jungle book yeah just because the music is so great and i'm a big louis prima fan and he was the original uh king louis mm -hmm. and you can't you can't beat him for for singing and uh hit this song with him and blue it still makes me laugh yeah still makes me laugh i've heard it so many times when blue comes out and he just he's dressed with a a skirt and he's got coconuts on his face hey is a bum noni i can't that kills me <laughs> i love that that's awesome and i'm sure you've been getting asked a lot like you know what is what is your wish but i'm more curious but what is your wish for disney for the next hundred years <laughs> oh Ooh, shorter lines at the park that sounds <laughs> i don't know say look we just love the parks but shorter lines uh, is not a bad thing i don't think shorter lines they'd like it to be you know probably. longer lines yeah <laughs> they, they, but, yeah but you know maybe brisker i don't know um what do i want for disney i want them you know to just <laughs> what can i want for disney that disney doesn't already have <laughs> uh more valentino roles more, more valentino roles you know at one point i wanted a a uh king candy things sings old vaudevillian songs so i'm gonna go back to that wish that king candy sort of more in the in the in the vein of uh edwin <laughs> that he sings old vaudevillian songs like the book was so much better than the picture yeah. like all those old corny old-timey songs i love that that'd be really good and I, again would love to see also valentino pop up and maybe some you know short films or disney plus original series maybe even yes yeah. here's oh here's what i wish that we do a Moana 2 and that Hey Hey gets a song. Oh, there's a live action version coming out. So maybe I don't, I can't imagine I'll be involved in mm -hmm. Hey Hey's work you, there. You could, I mean, you already went method the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not that, I can't go back in. I can't go back to the coop. <laughs> Every time they pull me out. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I, I would like a, a Moana 2 animated and I would like a song. A I very moving, deep, heartfelt ballad. ballad for hey, hey okay yeah we'll, we'll work on that then <laughs> and before i wrap up i my co-host daniel will kill me if i don't bring up dodgeball and steve the pirate yeah how did that come to be and is there any chance that we're gonna get a steve the pirate spinoff maybe you playing dodgeball on a pirate ship or something like that they're making a dodgeball too or they wrote a dodgeball too and it's in whatever form of development mm -hmm. who knows uh yeah that's all i know about that how it came about i just auditioned i honestly didn't think much of it i thought the script was very funny but i kind of didn't understand the role yeah until i went to the until i went to the callback audition and i saw some really good actors there and i was like oh this is for real this is gonna be good like i need to i need to do a good job at this <laughs> so it went well uh we did some improv i said that we could make money for for uh, average joes by um oh by drilling for oil in whales <laughs> that was the thing that we could get oil from whales <laughs> yeah. 
something about scurvy and i got the wrong that's it that's all it takes well Alan, thank yeah. you so much again for spending your time with us today on the show we absolutely love this movie valentino is an absolute hit thank you for taking your time yeah my pleasure awesome